History Makers with Matt Prater. Coming off of drugs, you're going to have emotional problems, but I kept chasing after God. And he's using this vehicle to bring people out of the dark into the light. And I went forward and I knelt at the front, and it was a radical conversion experience. And that's where the big change happened, and that's where we decided we're going to use our music for God, we're going to change our songs. When I was about 25 year old, I was uh, busted and into jail, and it was there that I came to the Lord. History Makers with Matt Prater. Hi, I'm Steve McKenna, producer of History Makers, and filling in this week for Matt Prater, a special guest in the studio, Thomas Mottershead. I think he prefers to go by the name of Tom. Yeah, Tom sounds a bit better, I think. <laughs> G'day, Tom. Yeah. Now, uh, you're a, a musician, you're a, a singer, you're a songwriter, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you love the worship music, and you have written some wonderful worship music. Oh, thanks so much. Uh, which yeah. I've heard and uh, recently, and um, I thought I'll get you in for a bit of an interview, a bit of a chat, Sounds and um, and see how this, uh, see what has inspired you to mm. write this music. It's it's great stuff. First of all, let's kick it off. Right, I'll, I'll ask the usual Matt Prater questions. Okay, <laughs> where were you born and raised? So it's actually I don't know if you can pick up from the accent. I was actually born in England. And and then I spent a good amount of time in New Zealand. So yeah, I've I've, sp- I've sort of been split between England and New Zealand mostly. So yeah, I can't pick I can't pick a Kiwi accent at all. Right, maybe <laughs> slightly a, an English accent. Yes, I can pick that a wee bit. But but uh, yeah, but I can definitely not pick a Kiwi accent. Mm. You can be thankful for some things. Uh, <laughs> no, I love our Kiwi friends, and I lived over there for a few years. So there we go. They mm. pick on Aussies just as much as uh, we pick on them. So it's fair. <laughs> so um, okay, so you were born in England. So when did you come over to Australia? Um, so it's actually a couple of years ago. I had a job that was based in New Zealand originally, but then I had a transfer over to Australia, and so that was easy as. Right there, you go. So, so you did all your schooling over in the UK. Um, so I did up until about year nine in in UK, and then probably most of high school was in New Zealand. So, mm. yeah. Okay, so growing up over in the UK, and then part of the time also in. Uh, New Zealand, uh, did you have a Christian upbringing? Uh, no, actually. So I didn't really have any because my dad's quite a strong atheist. Right. And, yeah, so I didn't actually – and then my mum's kind of agnostic, so never really sort of thought much. I think she had some sort of Catholic influences growing up, but she kind of moved away from um, sort of anything faith-related. And so, yeah, it was like very much most of my life I just had no exposure to Christianity. Right. So uh, – I've got to ask the question: uh, How how did the big change happen in your life, and when did the big change happen in your life of turning of of becoming a Christian? Mm, that's a great question. So, um, do you want the short answer or the the long Take answer? Whatever you like, <laughs> whatever I like. Um, yeah. So basically, I I reached a point maybe about five or six years ago. And before then, I'd just been living for approval, wanting wanting people to like me. Yep. Just that's pretty much my whole um, focus. I wanted to fit in. I never really felt like I fit in, and so I always felt like a bit of the odd kid. And yeah, and I was looking for affirmation in all the wrong places. And um, yeah, like which is pretty understandable that I was looking for affirmation in a relationship. I sort of thought that 
that could satisfy me, that could give me um, peace and, um, and yeah, just make my life complete. And, um, yeah, and so th- a few years ago I, m- I met a girl, and so, so this is about six years ago, and, yeah, she, I thought she was amazing, and I placed um, I actually placed all my hopes and identity on her. We ended up dating, and she was connected to the church, to, to one of the churches in New Zealand I was part of back then. And then basically I, she, she suddenly broke up with me and I was feeling very crushed and very mm. hopeless. Um, I felt like I placed, yeah, all my hopes in her. And so, um, when she broke up with me, I was, I just didn't have that hope anymore. Mm. And so, so then I started that actually for the first time in my life, I started thinking about hope and where it's found. Mm. And, um, I think at the back of my mind, I could sort of sense maybe there is a God, you know, how did this universe come about? I just started mm. to, you know, ask myself the bigger questions. Mm. And, and so what I did was I prayed, you know, father, or so I didn't pray father because I didn't really know the father yeah. back then. Yeah. But, um, I prayed, um, God, if you are real, would you reveal yourself to me? And I, yeah, I was just at a place where I was just going to the forest and I was just, I would just crumble down in tears, just, um, yeah, just feeling really sad, feeling really hopeless. And, and yeah, and then over time I started to realize more and more that there is a God, like there has to be a God because, you know, the evidence is all around us um, in, in creation. In, um, but I think, yeah, and then given the, my ex-girlfriend, she, she went along to a church and she, and so, I was still going along to that church even after she broke up with me. It's like something mm. made me, I think God put it on my heart to really keep going along to that. And so, yeah. And then, and then I, and then over time, you know, I began to hear the gospel mm. and I heard um, what Christ has done for us on the cross and how he's taken all our sins and how he gives us hope and eternal life. And, and yeah, that I just ended up, um, crying on a camp one time and yeah like just the message of the gospel just really hit me and Mm. yeah honestly I just at that point I I rather I sort of saw how God had used a very difficult relationship to um bring me to him and so yeah it was amazing well Tom we we found out that you're originally from the UK and then you Mm. You uh, grew up there, did some schooling there. Then you went over to New Zealand and did schooling there, high school there, mm-hmm. and uh, you came to know the Lord there as well. Yep. Well, what brought you over to um, the the bigger island over to Australia? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So what brought me over was actually a couple of years ago, I was working for a education company called Education Perfect, which is based both in New Zealand and Australia, and yep. they have and. And so basically they had a transfer offer for moving over to Brisbane. Right. And so, yeah, I just thought it was a good opportunity. I also, even back then, I was I was very, even though I hadn't really started my music ministry that I have now, I was still very passionate about music and I was wanting to see if there was more opportunity in Australia and and because I'd heard that there'd be a few more connections and it's obviously a bigger place, so, you know, bigger um, yeah, there's just more there, and so yeah, I just thought there was quite a quite a. Um, I just felt hopeful just about moving right. to Australia, and so yeah. yeah, awesome. Now, as I said, you're a musician, you're a singer, a songwriter, and uh, I assume you play a few instruments. 
Yeah, so I do a lot of music production related stuff. Right. And, and so, um, yeah, I do, I play the keys, um, so piano keys, and then I use the keyboard to layer a number of other instruments on top. Yeah. So, you know, samples and strings and different things like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've dabbled in that myself over the years mm. with, with some worship songs that I, that I did a number of years ago. And it's a lot of fun. Mm, um, so much fun. And, um, yep. Uh, the some of the sounds you can get just out of a keyboard are quite incredible. Um, mm. So uh, now, tell us about the music, your music ministry. How mm. did you get started in that? Yeah, so so as I said, I had that job um, until about a year and a half ago, and um, I've been able to build build up a bit of savings from the job, and I just had this. Um, even though I was you know earning a decent income from the job, I just had this desire in my heart that was. I couldn't really shake off and and it was just the desire to really pursue the music. And so, yeah, and I made quite a risky decision. Right. And <laughs> um, so what I did was I, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to quit my full-time job and rely on my savings for a year. Right. And yeah, as you can imagine, I got you know, mixed feedback around that decision yes. from, <laughs> yeah. from, you know, peers and um, people in my church and friends and family and, mm. Um, but yeah, I just, I just felt like God was calling me into that path and I knew I'd just always regret it if I didn't give it a go. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm really glad I, I have. Um, and so yeah, in terms of the actual ministry, um, yeah, one of my passions is mental health um, yeah. and yeah, I see a lot of people struggling with anxiety and depression and feeling very downcast and, and yeah, and, and, and I see, yeah, just a big need for hope. And absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. And uh, if if you're producing music that is worshipful and and can produce hope, can give people hope just by listening to it, I guess meditating to that music, mm. um, that 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 is an important and and a wonderful gift to have and to and to give to people. Mm. So, Tom, you touched on mental health and the importance of that, right? Mm. And you have a passion for that. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about that. Where, where did that come from? Yeah, and I think one of the things is I've I've often struggled with mental health myself, yep. and so I've been on my own journey with that. Um, pretty much a large proportion of my life. Um, so things like anxiety, um, feeling down and discouraged. Um, so I can relate to a lot of people who I guess go through depression and things like that. And yeah, and I think obviously before I became a, a Christian. I, I sort of coped with that in a lot of unhealthy ways, like, yeah. um, you know, food and different th- addictions like that. And, and yeah, and, and so obviously food's not, not a bad thing, but, um, yeah, when you're turning to, I guess, junk food as a way to kind of calm the anxieties, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And so basically, basically, yeah, I just had, um, I've had battles with mental health myself. And so my heart goes out cause I think, you know, a lot of people, in the world are struggling at the moment and they're struggling potentially more than like the stats, you know, as, as high as they've ever been before. Like I think more people than ever before are struggling mm. with anxiety, depression, things like that. And so, yeah, I think, but I have found in my own life how, how God has really helped through that and how he, he can often use music as a way to um, really comfort and encourage those who are struggling with mental health. And he's used that in my life. And so I wanted to create music that um, speaks of God and speaks of 
his hope and his and the peace that he offers and that is very calming and can encourage and comfort those who are struggling with anxiety and um, depression and mental health in general and and yeah I also wanted to make songs that um, are inspired by scripture as well because I think there's actually a lot in the Bible that really addresses a lot of mental health struggles a lot of psalms and a lot of um, verses so yeah now Tom where can people check out your music? Mm, great question. So yeah, there's a lot of I know there's a lot of streaming platforms out there now. So my music, I'm pretty sure, is on most of those now, and so that includes obviously the main ones like Spotify, YouTube, um, Apple Music, iTunes. Um, you can also find me on Amazon Music and Deezer, and yeah, just basically any streaming platform. I th- off the top of my head should have my music on yeah and um yeah also have my socials as well so if you just search up tom modest head music you should be able to find me on um yeah just all the main socials like facebook and instagram and yeah there we go so uh, all the usual all the usual culprits get on there <laughs> and, ch- and check out the music you'll be blessed uh by listening to this stuff and uh you know put it on your spotify play it in the car and or, or, you know, or whenever you got a time, just to sit back and actually um, meditate on the music and meditate on God's word, because what you do do, and I love this, is you include God's word in your lyrics. Mm. Uh, in fact, we were just listening to one earlier on, uh, Psalm one hundred and thirty-three, mm. and uh, well, what are the lyrics? Psalm one hundred and thirty-three. <laughs> it's great. Um, uh, you, you, you're probably too young to remember scripture in song, but some mm. of us are old enough to remember scripture in song. And uh, it reminds me a little bit, but in more of a modern way of that, where they just get scripture and write beautiful tunes to the scripture verses. And that's mm. what you've done. And uh, I, I really love that. And um, so, yeah, mm. you, you, you'll do yourself a big favor by getting online. And checking out Tom Modder's head, uh, you can check him out on the socials. Check him out on the uh, Spotify and all those usual streaming platform platforms and uh, YouTube as well. And uh, yeah, good stuff indeed. Now, do you do you play anywhere? Do you perform your music um, anywhere in particular? Or I guess at church you, you would be performing every now and then. But uh, mm. do you, do you perform elsewhere? Do you? Um, yeah, good question. So, um, most of the most of my music is purely online at the moment because mm. I sort of felt that, um, yeah, just really investing in recording songs was sort of where God was calling me at the moment. But I am looking to um, collaborate with other musicians and hopefully do a few um, local shows later on this year. And yep. so in Brisbane, and so yeah, um, I guess just keep your ears if you're in Brisbane, just keep your ears open about that. So yeah, there we go. So. Uh uh, good to keep your ear open for that because well mm. worth listening to. The mu- music's amazing. And, uh, again, as I say, check him out online. And um, loved having you in the studio today, Tom. I mm. think you're a history maker. I, I love your music. <laughs> and uh, thank you again. Thanks, mate. Oh, thanks so much. Really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks. If you'd like to hear this conversation again, listen online anytime at historymakersradio.com. You'll also find links to all of our social media channels and you can subscribe to our iTunes podcast. 
History Makers is a faith-based ministry and we want to thank everyone for their generous support. If you've got a suggestion of anyone we should interview, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless. I'm Matt Prater. And my challenge to you now is to go and make history. Matt Prater's latest book is now available. History Makers, devotions, downloads, and dad jokes. It will take you on a journey through God's Word and will hopefully give a few laughs along the way. It's just $15 plus postage. Order now at historymakersradio.com. Discounts available for bulk orders. The heart behind this book is to challenge people to get into the habit of daily devotions with Jesus. Find out more at historymakersradio.com. Station sponsor.